1: Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show.
2: Hello and welcome to New Hyatt's education show. My name is Kaden Behan and here today we have two special guests, Mr. Jeffries from Hate Not Cool LTD. Hello, Mr. Jeffries.
0: Hello, Kaden. How are you?
2: I'm good. so great to have you here on our show. In addition, we also have our co host, uh, in training, Kathy Woodring. Hello, Kathy. Hi, Caden. We're nice happy to, to have talk. you on the show as well. What'd you say? <laughs> it's nice to talk and to mm-hmm. be on to be here. Yes, we're really excited to have both of our guests today on our show. Um, But before we begin, as always, we do have some announcements and some information for how to contact us during our show. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group: Educational Resources to help reach your goals Now we're going to go into our topic for the day, which is on bullying again. Um, Just for a little recap from last week's episode, bullying is an important and expanding issue in America's education system. Last week, I discussed some background on the issue uh, and some ways parents can get involved in preventing bullying. However, today we will welcome um, our special guest Shane Jeffries to share his personal experience with bullying and how it can be prevented. Mr. Jeffries is a founder of Hates Not Cool LTD. He was a victim of of a bully when he was 16, unfortunately suffering a traumatic brain injury. He spent months fighting to regain his life and is now traveling to schools to educate young people on the seriousness of the issue. So, Mr. Jeffries, thank you so much again for being with us on the show. And let us begin with your experience from this particular bully. Well, thank you for having me on the show.
0: Um, I was a sophomore in high school. This bully was also a sophomore in high school. We had a couple classes together. It was January... February-ish of 1994. This individual uh, always liked to talk about how tough he was, fighting all the time, just punching people from behind, blindsiding them, and I just happened to be a a casualty, so to speak, and uh, he punched me two times than a month before the third time nearly ended my life. It was the third time occurred, the day before it occurred, this individual had accused me of taking money out of his gym locker, which to this day I never took his money. And a lot of his friends, my friends were had had mutual friends. They came up to me the day of the accusation, accusing me too, which I told them no, I didn't. The following day, it was uh, seventh period, last class of the day. Him and Napoleon and I had physical education class together. I recollect walking down the gym floor as we were playing. He always wore a class ring. He come running up from behind me. I never saw him coming. Uh, Punch me from behind. day uh, i remember walking Um, he called my father. My father could to pick me up from school. The gym teacher and my dad held me out to our car. My dad said, in the car ride home, he spoke to me, but said I never spoke a word. And again, my mom and dad said they thought I had touched the flu, as the gym teacher called and told them that. And the last thing... I faintly remember as my father and I pulling up in our driveway at home. Mom and Dad said they held me in the bed. Um, They were going to let me sleep off because they thought I had the flu. Uh, My mom told me she peeked in on me a couple times throughout the late afternoon to see if I was okay. Never noticed anything. was just going to let me sleep. Uh, About 5.30... She tried to awaken me for dinner, but wasn't to wake me. So she knew something was the matter. They called the EMS, took me out to a local hospital. Again, everybody thought I had the flu. They didn't know the severity of my injury. Uh, at a uh, local hospital, they took a basic test, never found anything. I started having a seizure. So then they knew something was really a matter with me. So about 8 o'clock that evening, they life-flighted me to Parkview Hospital in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And when I got there, they took a CAT scan of my uh, skull and found that I had a fractured Mm stroke St. Patrick's Day March 17th of 1994 and after seven months because kids don't think about the consequences. I enjoy so much because I want to make a great impact on the kids
1: and myself
0: turn a negative into positive and, and again help kids and hopefully make it to where none of them will ever have to experience what I did because what happened to me can very easily happen to anyone.
2: And so, taking it back to your original experience, you said that this particular bully had bullied you a few times over the course of yes. a month or so. Yes. Um, so, how did you initially react to the bullying? Well, I just I
0: I tried to ignore it, and I just swept it under the table. I just, you know, when you're a teenager. Which I know I see teenagers Nowadays and when Stuff like that happens to you You kind of kinda Hold it in and and Don't tell anybody because you don't Want to be labeled a tattletale um, mm. And I Remember I kind of had that same Same um, Mindset I didn't want to telling anybody. I didn't want to be called a tattletale. But as I'm older now and when I do my presentations I make a point to tell the kids that if they're being bullied. Uh, they should speak out, tell an adult and keep telling until one of the adults listen and take initiative and help them out with uh, bullying or being bullied by and I want them to know that they're not a tattertale. They're actually a hero and a better person. Mm -hmm.
2: And so uh, you didn't uh, perhaps maybe feel comfortable at the time to tell your parents or your teachers, but as you said, um, this particular bully did bully other people as well. Were any of them your friends, and did you guys kind of talk about it amongst each other and try to look out for each other, or was it kind of every person for himself sort of situation?
0: It was kind of just every person for himself. You know, bullying back then has really transformed and there's so much more, especially with cyberbullying. When I was in school, there wasn't cell phones. You didn't use a computer every day. So, there, back when I was a kid, there, there wasn't cyberbullying. So, there's a lot, definitely a lot has changed with technology mm-hmm. and kids being more educated and so on. And just say, uh, I make a point to tell them. If I would have spoke out the first or the second time, I was bullied by this bully, the third time might have been prevented, and I wouldn't be in the circumstances that I'm in. So, but.
2: Mm-hmm. And now, when you visit schools, uh, giving your your programs about bullying. Do you notice a difference or a change in attitude about bullying um, among teachers and students than you did when you yourself were being bullied? Yeah, it is a lot of different
0: schools or schools and teachers are doing better, but you know, they, they can't curb it all. There's always going to be bullies and just they're they're doing the best. They're doing better. It's just a slow process, so to speak. Approach, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. And so what do you think is the biggest hurdle still um, in this process of trying to create a no tolerance policy um, among bullying? Um, so I guess what is, what do you think is the biggest obstacle when it comes to trying to eliminate bullying and why it still is such a prominent issue?
0: Um. Just with the cyberbullying, it's just, it's just, kids just don't think. They'd be nice if they weren't. The Judge Milan from the People's Court has a great perspective on uh, bullying and other things. She says, as far as social media. Um, she says, think it, forget it, or write it, or regret it, which is very, very, very powerful perspective.
2: And so it's just the, um, I guess what you're saying is kind of the lack of accountability. A lot now with online communication, you can, well, kids are, Doing things anonymously and therefore feel less accountable for their actions when it hurts somebody else, and so yeah, they, um, just,
0: they just don't think. And you know, you hear all the time where kids.
2: A little bit more about your organization um, It's not not cool So I was wondering if you could kind of Elaborate on your ideas for this organization And how you founded it And the mission of Well the organization. I first I first wrote my book Which again the
0: name of it is called End It Now By Shane Jeffries And if anybody listening would be interested in my book that might want to read it for themselves or have their their son or daughter or grandchildren read it, it is available at Amazon.com. Um, and again, my organization, the business I started, my mission statement is to educate today's youth on the dangers and consequences of bullying because... The individual that bullied me, he had no consequences. He was 16. The judge said it was a freak accident. The judge didn't have the whole story, so he pretty much gave this bully a slap on the wrist. And to this day, he still bullies, still fights, punches people out of the blue. He didn't learn anything. From his mistake And he didn't have Any consequences So if you have no Consequences For your actions Why would you change So there's gotta be Consequences Consequences
2: Uh, at school That you received well Do the kids seem to really uh, Relate and Appreciate the advice And the stories that you Give them
0: Yes they do Because I get a lot of Get a lot of Reactions when I tell of how I almost died by the hands of a bully, they cannot believe how it occurred, but it's so it's so scary because what happened to me can happen to anybody. People punch other people all the time. I had to go through And what I still go through With my disability Because I walk with a cane And I have a lot of um, Balance difficulties And I fall Two or three times a week And I'm a big big fella So when I fall There's times Where I'm not able to get back up And I have to usually have EMTs me back up. So I um, have a lot to deal with, but I've never given up and I'm made sure to try to turn a negative into positive and use my story to help other kids. I like to think that, you know, as I get older, God things happen for a reason and I believe truly that for a reason and this is my calling. God wants me to turn a negative into positive and use my story to help kids, adults,
2: teachers and so on. Well, your story and your um persistence and perseverance in the situations that you've had to deal with of your lifetime are definitely very inspiring and we are running a little bit short on time for this show but we definitely do appreciate having you here and sharing your story and we look forward to having you again on next week's show um, to talk more about this issue uh, and some new facets of bullying that have been brought about by um, the internet and cyberbullying and things along those lines. So thank you again uh, For coming on our show And I just want to share more information About Hates Not Cool LTD uh, to our audience You can visit HTTP um, HatesNotCool.com And join us again next week For our show Bullying Part 3 With Shane Jeffries as our guest again Thank you so much uh, Mr. Jeffries for being on our show Again, we really do appreciate it Uh, Like we said and we look forward to having you again on next week's show. And also thank, thank you for to Kathy. <laughs> Sorry, thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having and, me
0: again. Uh, and nice to meet you, Kathy. Nice to meet you, Mr. Jeffries.
2: And thank and you, Caden. I, mm-hmm. I hope that you enjoyed your first show on air. Um, and I look forward to being on the air again with you both